Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I know this is going to sound weird, what I'm about to say, but. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are divorced. Thank you. Are you reading something from a very long time ago? I don't think so. I think they're well, that's divorced. That's right. It just started <laughs> six years ago. It, seven. seven. After seven years of fighting and a oh huge victory word. for ba- uh, Brad, excuse me, Brad and Angelina are finally divorced officially. Wow. Um, if you recall, it was uh, last month he shut down his the production for his Formula One movie called Apex, which happened in Hungary, and that was to abide by the actor strike. And then he hopped on a private jet with his girlfriend of a year. I don't know how to say her name. I'll give it a shot. Inez de Ramon. I think you did great. Inez? Is that how you spell that? Ines. Ooh, that sounds better. Does? Yeah, Ines think... de Ramon? Could you roll the R, please? Ines de Ramon? Ines de, Ines de Ramon. Donna. I don't know. That sounds very cultured. Thank you. It's probably a mispronunciation and might even uh, be offensive. But uh, Yep, there it is. Anyway, so <sighs> apparently he and his girlfriend went over to Chateau Marival, where that's his happy place. But remember Angelina? Wasn't according to their prenup or their agreement. She wasn't supposed to sell her stake and she did. And then he's got a lawsuit against her. um, Basically saying that she's being vindictive by doing this and selling it to a bad guy. Um, But yeah, so they still got that going on. Brad agreed to give Angelina 54 point. Uh, $54.5 million for her share of their business. But then that was derailed by custody proceedings. It's just a whole thing. But the divorce is final. Okay? That's a, that is a long time coming. You know who's probably disappointed that it's final? Who? Their lawyers. All right. They must have been collecting so much money so many billable hours so much oh my gosh so so stretch on that long i know golly i know steve i want to tell you about a movie that i've never heard of it's called blue beetle okay it's coming out later this month as in maybe this friday it's like a superhero thing right it's a DC movie, yes. So this from the DC, not Marvel Universe, but I DC. I think I saw a trailer for this at Barbie. Okay. Uh, one critic calling it my favorite post-Nolan DC film. Christopher Nolan, famously, oh, yeah. who did the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, but they're saying that it's really great. Uh, let me read this. Uh, fans and influencers tweeting their impressions of the newest superhero title, Blue Beetle. And the general takeaway is this. 
It is a surprisingly solid superhero origin story with a winning performance by its star. Let me give this a shot. Zolo Maraduena. Enya. Zolo Maraduena from Cobra Kai. Maraduena. He is, uh, he's the guy that Johnny befriends in, he's neighbors with in Cobra yeah. Kai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yes, he is. Yes. And he's the star of this movie. They say it's got plenty of yeah. heart humor and a warm embrace of Latin culture. Let me read to you. What Steve Weintraub said, he from Collider.com, happy to report that Blue Beetle was so much better than I expected. Uh, They've added their own flavor to this superhero genre by having the film focus on a tight-knit family and Latino culture. It's fun, extremely funny, and he got away with a few jokes that floored me. Wow. So that's positive. Yeah, I don't really know much about this Blue Beetle guy. I know guy. nothing about it. I don't know if he gets bit like a spider, Spider-Man kind of situation, but I think he reluctantly becomes a Blue Beetle. Yeah, I don't think he goes in search of a zero way. He doesn't grow up thinking, can I become a superhero? It's like he touches some sort of like alien remnant shiny thingy. Yeah. And it's then scarum is what they call it. Scarum. Yes. Ooh. And it takes over the host. It takes over a person's body. And then it basically at all costs will protect them. So whenever he feels a threat, the suit will actually go into action before he even wants to. Okay. So very early, oh, very early on, it's him kind of, like you said, reluctantly becoming a superhero. Like, I don't even know what's oh. happening here, but I'm about to be hit by a bus. And then the suit saves him. And then he's like, oh, I can do all this cool stuff with right. it. And it basically can create anything he wants created. That's okay. kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, fun. Um, you know how we've been binging Spider-Man at my house recently because Dev is like, let's watch a movie. And he, he he's loving Spider-Man movies. I, I watched again um, the the opening like scene where in the last Spider-Man movie, No Way Home, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man shows up, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man shows up, and they interact with Tom Holland's Spider-Man. The first two scenes of them being together, especially like the first one, it is so, so well done. The fact that they did that as well as they did in such a satisfying way for fans of spider-man yeah and it was very self-aware how they did it it was you know delightfully lacked reverence it was fun it was so well done that's a good movie no way home tom holland is awesome as spider-man he's awesome check that one out i feel like i saw the preview and i went you know what that actually looks really good if you do check it out do start with tom holland's first one Okay. Make sure you do that. What's that one called? Uh, homecoming. Homecoming. Okay, so homecoming. Then, then the second one is no way. Uh, far away or far, far from, home. from home. Far yeah, from home. Far from yeah. home. Homecoming. Okay. Far from home, and then no way home. And, I do uh, like Spider Man. Yeah, it's cool. John Favreau's great in that. Yeah. Oh, he's in that. He's in that. You'll love him. Okay. Um, it's good. It's good. Good to know. Anyway, uh, uh, good talking to you now. Uh, yeah, I think that's all we're all gonna right. get to right here. Probably. Any, um, any other fun new releases we want to talk about that are coming up? Yeah, coming to Netflix, Netflix this, this month. month. Oh, uh, Ballers from Ballers uh, is coming. People are excited about that. Is that it? What's his face? Wink that's, uh, no, that's, that is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Hey, Beef. Steve. Ooh, is this a new Beef? Wait a second. Just hold your horses. Depth versus Hurt is coming to Netflix as well. Donna's that gonna I'm going to watch that for sure. I, but I don't have a date for that one, and that kind of bugs me. I just know that it's coming, so that means I have to keep checking. Um, How about um, the 
Adam Sandler produced You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. That sounds cute. <laughs> that sounds super cute. Yeah. The big short sausage party. We got some stuff. Hey, we got some uh, stuff coming. Uh, here we go. Let me just, B-movie is coming. I love B-movie. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Donna, remember the scene where the teacher was trying to see if he was in class? <laughs> in Ferris Bueller? Bueller. That's the one! Bueller. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Ugly Betty seasons one through four also. There's there's all sorts of stuff to check out. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Steve. It's 11-11. Make a wish. Okay. All right. Did you just say I wish he would shave his mustache? What? I didn't say anything. I feel like I heard the word mustache. No. We'll take a breather. When we come back, it's going to get academic up in here. Yeah. Wow. That really, you look so empathetic there. Well, you know, I was thinking it's good news. There's promising findings in the study of cancers. And it's coming from the most unlikely of candies. That's right. Sort of. We'll tell you about it. Uh, when we come back, it's Donna, it's Steve, it's my talk. I walk and I talk and Hello. I Thanks for listening, you guys. We appreciate you. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. We're talk is fun and we're gonna be study buddies. Studies have shown that medical- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Okay, well, a couple of things here that have to do with cancer research. We don't normally get all serious on this show, but this is great news. Um, There is a new study that's found that a chemical in black licorice Mm. could help fight pancreatic cancer. Boy, that's a grabby headline when you read it, huh? Absolutely, because we all know pancreatic cancer is one of the world's potentially deadliest cancers Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and what happened was they did some experiments on mice and those experiments have shown that a flavonoid in licorice in the licorice root can kill pancreatic cancer cells now this isn't the, the really the candy flavoring it's actual licorice root which is an herb that is widely used in traditional chinese medicine and so they found that it could make treatments like chemotherapy more effective. So it's a really promising development. It's still early in the, you know, the research is still very early, but and doctors are warning people that you should not go out and consume large amounts of, you know, black jelly beans. <laughs> right. Um, the American Heart Association says eating a ton of black licorice can cause heart and kidney problems that in extreme can be life-threatening. And, uh, yeah, we don't want to do that. But it's early, but it's something. They're on to something, and that is great news. I wonder, who was the researcher who said, what if we tried black licorice with these mice? Right. You know? I mean, that's really, really wild. I know. I'm, oh, I always marvel at people who are that smart who work in labs and are constantly testing and, you know, people working even at the U, you know, and they came up with some um, advances in diabetes treatments that was extremely noteworthy. It's like, wow, I'm so grateful that there are smart people in the world. 
Steve just sneezed on his mustache. Donna. Um, I have other news. I I don't know if you guys remember, but at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, when Duran Duran, who are coming to the State Fair, when they were inducted, I think it was Simon LeBon who had read a note from another member of the band, um, Andy Taylor, who also is fighting, he's fighting prostate cancer. Hmm. And it was stage four prostate cancer. And... um. He was contacted by a scientist who suggested this, um, I don't know how you say it, lutetium-177, which is a quote-unquote nuclear medicine to treat his cancer. And in doing so, he claims he tried the drug six weeks ago, and it seems to be working. He said it kills stage four cancers in your bone and so what it's effectively done is extended his life for another five years because this this lutetium-177 only attacks cancer cells in the body because it can't see healthy cells. So oh, it doesn't wow. attack the healthy cells. It just goes after, you know, the cancerous cells. Fascinating. So this is good news. Yeah. This is great news. So... Yay, research. Yay, research. You wonder what, it, what what will modern medicine look like a century from now? Right. Think about how much further advanced modern medicine is today. If you were in a hospital for cancer, let's say today, 2023 versus 1923, right. when people walked around with mustaches like I have. And died by the time they're like 32. Presumably from bad looks. <laughs> but think about how much different a hospital stay was then to that. So what what will it be like in 2123? How advanced will stuff be? What diseases will have been eradicated at that point and just right. be a footnote in a history book that students read about? You wonder. Right. I would love to travel into the future. Would you really? Yeah. Like, here's what I'd love to travel into the future. I'd love to travel into the future where there's no chance of me knowing if I'm alive or dead. Right. Or anybody you love. Yeah. So send me a hundred years out and let me see what the world is like in 2123. Who's president? Do we still have presidents? Presidents? Where do people live? Do people still work? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. In buildings. We know flying cars is never going to happen. So it's Yes, pretty, it is. Not. Steve. You're insane. It is going to happen. It's just a matter of figuring out traffic. I'll give you a million years to figure. I want you to think about something for a moment. I'm not saying that the technology, there's already the technology that can make a car go from wheels into the sky. Donna, this will never happen in mass. The public will never do this. Consider for a moment, 94. You know how we all have our lanes and stuff? Yeah. And what do you always say? It's an absolute bleep show out there. It definitely is. People are insane. Okay. So now imagine you're no longer tethered to the ground by gravity and instead just like a bunch of drones, you're just swerving. There would be so many mid-air collisions on day one. There would be so many deaths 
It's not happening. We'll see. I didn't think drones would ever be a thing. Meanwhile, people are getting packages dropped off in their front door. I don't know if that's really happening. You don't? They said it was going to happen a few years ago, and we were all worried about the sun being blacked out, and the the sound of summer would just become... A lot of drone traffic. I haven't seen a single drone deliver a package. Or is it Pakage? I don't know how to pronounce a lot of words. Pakage. It's package. Um, What else is life like in 100 years? Or, or, or is the NFL still a thing? Do people still go to movie theaters? Good question. If so, what are the screens like? Is it a full VR situation? Do we just sit down and get our jujubes inside of some sort of an orb? Do we just go up to, um, like, you know, the the dispensaries? What's the word I'm looking for? Where you get your soda. Okay. All right. And we just go, <laughs> hey, so-and-so, make me a martini. And then just... Zzz, and you don't have to do anything to prepare it. It just happens like. I think what you're describing was. The Jetsons? No. <laughs> my, feels like we were trying to push the envelope there. And then you were like, will I, there be. A, can you get a martini out of a soda fountain? Oh, no, wow. I Thanks for thinking so big. I didn't mean really a soda fountain. I meant like think Mandalorian where I don't know. I just go. I ask for something and it appears. I never want to see your vision board because I feel like <laughs> I just got a little blink. It was like, what if they had a margarita dispenser? I think they, I think they do. I think they should. Thank you. I, have a, I love margaritas. I've had less than 10 my whole life. Do you know what I made the other day? I got a hot tip for you. All right. I don't drink tequila normally. Okay. And I am not supposed to on my program, but it is keto friendly Okay, because there's no carbs in it. And I thought, how do I do this with no calories? So I took a shot of tequila, uh-huh. squeezed a half a lime into that sucker. Nice. Just did a teeny tiny splash of whatever your diet whatever is. I did diet ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Splash, splash. Drank it. Tasted just like a margarita. How is that possible? Because it's just lime, right? It's lime and tequila. Yeah. I don't know what else they put in there. Huh. Did they put anything else in there? Mike, you look like you might know. It's very syrupy. There's, uh, I'm trying to find. There were, I didn't have any sugar in it. Nothing. It was all just natural. You keep typecasting Mike this morning, saying, yeah. "You look like you might watch the Righteous Gemstones. You look like you know all the ingredients of a margarita." Sorry, I blew up, guys. There's some other something. There's some other like liqueur, liqueur in there, but or I didn't simple, need it. simple syrup. Something like that. Uh, yeah. You don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need the salt. Yeah, some agave, agave. or agave. Uh, orange liqueur or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't need that. No, it's too much sugar. All right. So I saw Ed Sheeran on Saturday night, and I got home sometime on Sunday because the parking garages are <laughs> terrible. What's your parking garage post-concert horror story? Oh, Call God. now. 651-641-1071. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. Why don't you go take a break? All I'll right. handle this one. Fine. It's uh, Stevie Boy for the Canopy Group. You know what? Uh, Matty B was in with us hour one. He was talking about all the hail damage that he got. And uh, on Friday, when storms came through and impacted his roof and all that. Uh, here's the cool thing that you'll learn about the Canopy Group. And we had a my talker who reached out and said, I want you to know what it's like when you have to make a claim when you're working with the Canopy Group. And she said, not only did I save money, she saved over $1,200 on her home and auto insurance when she switched, but then they had to make a claim a few months later. 
She said from the day that they had to it, like basically put in their request for, hey, this happened, we're making a claim on our insurance, to the time that they had cash in hand to cover it, that total turnaround was three days, beginning to end. Event happened, money in hand. She said, we've never had something go as quickly and as smoothly as this. So yes, you'll save money, but it might just be a smoother insurance experience in the process. Thecanopygroup.com. Hey guys. Hey Donna. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. We're a duo. We sure are. We each bring something different to the show. We sure do. And we balance one another out. Yep. Because we need balance. How boring would it be if we were exact replicas of one another? <laughs> See how I said that? <laughs> we got wonky, wonky and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's my that's my jam. Anyway, um, you had some traffic problems, did you? I had some traffic problems. Listen, I went and saw Ed Sheeran. Okay. And uh, it was a great show. Talked about an hour one. Had a good time. Great. I felt like I had really set up the parking situation smartly because I went on spothero.com Oh, earlier. what's that? And it's just a website where you can go and you can pre-purchase your parking. Oh, okay. So okay. you can see, see the prices and you don't have to do the drive around of like, oh, is that a lot cheaper? This Right, right, right. So I found one. It was $30. Whoa. It was right across the street from the armory, which was $40. And I was like, well, I'm going to save the 10 bucks. In fact, as we pulled into it, I said to my wife, you know, we're $10 cheaper than they are right across the street. And we we're like, wow, good find. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. That's like New York City prices. I can't believe how expensive parking parking has gotten here. Parking. <laughs> Parking's getting, been getting parking there. getting out of hand. You got to park the horse. <laughs> Charline, let's take public transportation. Parking is expensive, Donna. I don't I, know what I to know tell you. I know it was that expensive. Holy moly. You know, for concerts, they jack it up. Smash Cut 2, after the fact, somebody messages me and says, you know, we parked at the armory and getting out was a breeze. So lesson learned there, I suppose. We get into the car. Fortunately, all there were four girls, four 12-year-olds that we took, and my wife and I. Fortunately, everybody used the restroom before we got in. Oh, we got in. I saw there was already a log jam. We're in a parking ramp. And it was just going to take a while. We get in. It's 11.05. It gets to 11.12. I'm like, I haven't even put the car in reverse this is on your way out. For a while. So the way home from the concert. Then it's 1125. And I'm like, wow, we've been here for 20 minutes. Haven't even put the car into reverse. The same vehicle is behind me. It's not like people aren't oh, letting me out. Right. No one is moving anywhere. I tell you what. Yeah. It was one hour and seven minutes before <laughs> I put it into reverse. No, that's not okay. That and is I not thought, okay. What? So I, I was detailing this on Instagram, just posting little stories. Like, here's now, you saw the fun pictures earlier. Now here's the underbelly of post-concert life that has you regretting that you went to a concert. Why didn't you leave early, you dummy? It was the girls, two of the girls' very first concert. Oh, I'm going to leave before he comes out and does a three-song encore. Okay. Ends with bad habits. Oh, I love it. We even wasted time and went to the merchandise table. Because I was like, let's let some of these people, the initial rush, get out of here. Hour and seven minutes. We didn't get home until about 1250. It was a while. I had so many people message me 
saying, oh my gosh, this took us forever. This took us forever. And then other people messaging saying, you dope. Don't ever park in a parking ramp. You got to park really far away. Find a surface lot. I was going to say a surface lot is a way to go. Or have your brother-in-law drop you off. No, he was watching Dev. We were already calling on the family. They're not just like personal Ubers, Donna. Oh, sorry I blew up. Let's go to the phones. I want to know who else has had a just awful post-concert experience. Who do we have, Miguel? We've got Crystal. Hey, Crystal. Welcome to the Don and Steve experience. How are you? I'm awesome, but... Just have to tell you, Steve, there are flying cars. If you had a flying car, (laughs) this would have solved my problem. You could have got out of there. (laughs) I was in Dubai in February, and I have video. You were in Dubai, and you saw one because I I did I did acknowledge that the technology exists. What I protest is that this will ever be widely consumed by the public because of how many deaths there will be. People falling. Have you seen the Jetsons? Yeah, everybody seems safe up there. Crystal, you seem like a well-adjusted human being. Thank you. With lots of knowledge. I would put you in the deranged corner of Donna. (laughs) (laughs) Well, unlucky you. Oh, man. All right, bye, Crystal. Bye, Crystal. We love you. Let's see if we can stay on point here. All right. uh, Let's see. Who do we have next? Carolyn here. Hi, Carolyn. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. Let's talk about a uh, post-concert nightmare experience. What'd you got? So we went to the Monster Jam last year at <laughs> I love it. U.S. Bank Stadium, and same scenario. We we parked in the ramp, and we literally sat there for over an hour oh. and did not move our spot. Eventually, some of the some of the ramp staff came up there, but they were literally blocking people from trying to find a way out. Oh, oh my gosh! And the reason they told us is that there was no police presence to direct traffic because they were all at another area because of riots. Oh, oh my geez. gosh. What a nightmare. This has happened to me just simply at a twins game where yeah. we were waiting for a good 40. Probably. That's what I heard. A lot of people saying that. Yes. Like here we have monster jam. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you. Um, Carolyn. S- some people saying that they had it at the twins game. Uh, sometimes it's a concert. Sometimes it's monster jam. I mean, it, it can be anything. One thing I've learned, parking garages, absolutely no. I was stuck in one at XL for a while, but I mean, I put it in reverse after like seven minutes there, and then it just took a while to serpentine, but we weren't going anywhere. People were getting out of their cars, looking down three levels just to see like, is there a fender bender like on the ramp down? what's going on? What exactly is happening here? Other people saying that what they do is they know it and they tailgate ahead of time. So they know, they bring snacks, they have drinks, they'll just pull out a little lounge chair and then just sort of have an after-concert hang session sure. until everything clears out. That's another way to do it. Or go, well, if you didn't have the kids, you could just go to a bar and grab some appetizers or something. But right. it's getting late and, and the kitchen closes, so yeah, there's that. exactly. All right, uh, let's go to Jean. Hi, Jean. You're on the Don and Steve experience. Tell Hi. us about your... Uh, your post-concert letdown. Well, this is a little bit of a twist in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donna, you mentioned the Twins game. We went to a Twins game, parked in the parking ramp across the street. This was about two years ago. Had a great time at the game. I think it was the Yankees. The Twins beat them. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was my husband and I and our son. We got to the ramp, and our son took both hands and opened up the door, and the door has this overlapping metal piece, big chunks of metal, 
and it severed his finger oh, at the tip of it. Oh, and no. Just, not quite all the way off, but oh. it cut, you know. So we we're rushing up to the fifth floor where our car is, get in the car and just sit. And our son's just like going crazy now. It's oh. not a nine-year-old, or I don't even think we would have gone up. He was 30 at the time. Oh, geez. So, but I was just feeling awful. And, of course, we're just, I'm, I'm sweating bullets, and he's just in the back seat going, you know, this kind of thing. Oh. And oh. we sat there for like 15 minutes. These people in another car were so nice. They're bringing out their first aid kit and stuff. But finally, my son couldn't take it. He and my husband jumped out of the car, went down the five flights of stairs, had to find an Uber. Then the Uber driver couldn't figure out how to get to the hospital. <laughs> Oh, my awful, gosh, like, what a nightmare. We got there, and uh, the doctor put in an, an injection for pain removal, obviously removed the nails and sewing involved, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. $1,000 later, ah. we get home, and our son is a school teacher. He can't really afford $1,000 for an emergency visit, but, you know, that's what he had to pay. And he did contact a twins organization to see if he could get any kind of reimbursement but they didn't i was really disappointed with that and he was too but oh, oh that oh. was a night to remember it I, really was well that's a phone call to remember um that was not <laughs> where we anticipated that conversation going thank you so much thank for the call you. i hope your son's okay i'm Good sure he night, is irene wow sheesh i have a lot of people i posted this on my facebook and a lot of people just venting about their their experience so if you want to read through people you can go check out my facebook page there's like 120 of these oh my gosh like, this sucked this sucked we did get an email from someone who was also had a hard time getting out it took them an hour to get out of the ed sharon show but they were at the pink concert and it only took 25 minutes now i've had a lot of people tell me that it took them a long time uh after the pink concert so it really has to do with um, maybe Where a little bit are. of luck of the draw and what kind of lot you are parked in totally and that's a perfect segue because we've got faith here who was at that pink concert oh, oh hey yay. faith tell us about your post pink experience so we were on uh same parking ramp apparently that the woman whose son lost her finger did different different day um and we were around the corner from where you would drive down to get out of the ramp and it took us almost 45 minutes to just loop around the very end of the parking lot to get to the exit because people would not let cars in. You know, usually you kind of uh, zipper merge to get in right. and out. Right. There were there was a person in a Mercedes and a person in a Jeep that like pulled up alongside trying to get in. They were screaming at the cars next to them. There were fingers flying and oh, it no. was I'm amazed someone did not get punched. It was Whoa. awful. Ooh, yeah, man. we gotta figure something out. There's so much congestion. Here's what somebody uh somebody said they did at Ed Sheeran the other night. They uh, parked a little while down. They said they're pretty familiar with the street of most venues. So for Ed Sheeran, they parked a few blocks away. Then they took an $8 Uber there, which was much uh, cheaper. And then a 20-minute walk after the concert didn't feel like a big deal when you oh, see everybody yeah. else congested. Sure. I, I wanted to minimize walking late at night. You got these four you know, young girls with us, and it was their first time. Yeah, you know, no, I get it. Being in like a Saturday night downtown experience so tried to minimize it really thought i had a great plan and then i you get to a point where you're in a parking garage so long trying to get out but still in your spot that you start to think will i ever get out maybe this is where we live now and i was like what what school district will the kids be in should i meet the guy next to us because there was a guy next to us and he wasn't there with anybody i was like i should probably connect with him Right. Someone have to borrow his, you know, tools someday. You run out of gas, you know. Yeah. yeah.
Wow, I'm so sorry that you had to experience that. It was really annoying. I hear you. Lesson learned. Did it's... the kids fall asleep? No. Oh, God. No, there were there were they were we were listening to Taylor Swift. We were listening to Ed Sheeran. There was a lot of laughter. Four twelve year old girls, Donna. Cute. So they were they were having a they were having great a good time. time. And you yeah. know what? You made memories for them. They'll remember this yeah. forever. It was it was really fun. We all everybody I we applauded everybody on the way home. We said everybody really kept a good attitude there and stayed patient, couldn't do anything. Good. And it was good that they were all loopy and so they were getting kind of punch drunk back there. And yep. so there were a lot of giggling. Aww. yelling fits of screams but you know what i didn't oh, yeah. i never i never told anybody <laughs> guys scream less no no yep. more screaming yep i just played patient it was fun it was a great experience glad we got to do it you're with a them. good dad um we're gonna go we're gonna go but we're gonna come back for the final stretch oh, of the show that's fun Ooh, what my parents embarked on a month-long journey this morning from our home in minnesota they left I'll tell oh. you what these uh, people in their upper 60s creeping towards 70 decided to do. I can't wait. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know, I talk to you every day about Crescent Tide Cremation Services. And sometimes I wonder, am I saying the right things? And then I look at their Google reviews and I see yes. Crescent Tide comes through for families in that time of need, in that time of grief. All the reviews say the same things. They were nice on the phone. They were prompt. They took care of business. And they did so in a calm, professional manner. They are really appreciative of Lisa and Verlin and their team. And they often say it's the best price around. They can't believe that simple cremations start at just $800. Uh, my mom, still around, signed up for a prepaid, pre-planned simple cremation because she knows that's what she wants when it's her time. And I think so many people these days want that. They want a celebration of life that makes sense for them. And it all starts with a simple, inexpensive Cremation from Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Good morning. All right, it's the final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Ooh, your parents are doing something that I cannot wait to hear. Is it going to inspire people? It might. Ooh. You've, you're an ageist. You've sort of outspoken in that you're way. You're the ageist. My parents are, I think, 67. Okay. Or 66 or 67. Pretty young to have that many grandkids and kids. Yeah, they got married at 20 and 21. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and started having children uh, shortly thereafter. Anyway, uh, my Chip dad. Off the old block, huh? Hey, daughter. Hey, what? My dad is retired now, and uh, they are embarking on a trip today. They left our place at like, I think, 6 a.m. Oh, wow. And they are embarking on essentially a month-long camping trip. Oh, fun. By themselves? Just the two of them. Oh, how cute. That's so nice. So they have a pickup truck. Okay. And they got like a little topper for the back. Sure. So you can put a little thin mattress in there and sleep right in it. That's where they're going to sleep? So your face changed at the beginning of the story. You're like, wow, this is inspiring. And, I'm like, cool. Yeah, and now your whole mouth dropped. They're sleeping in the truck? In the truck many a night. Okay. All right. This how is kind of is how truck? the children responded on the text thread when we were like, you're sleeping in that? Yeah, that's where you'll do the sleeping part? They could just go get a tent. 
Yeah, they're not tent people. They like this they're whole setup people. of like, uh, we could just sleep there. Isn't the flatbed not really flat? Doesn't it have like things that come up? Usually has little ridges. Yes. But this one, they have some sort of a topper in there. So in theory, they can lay down there and sleep and be shielded from the elements. Sure. They're going to go to various parks. Like they have a stop in uh, North Dakota North Dakota tomorrow. They're going to go on a fishing adventure. And then I believe they make their way into Montana. Oh, my gosh. Uh, they want to cool. see like, uh, I, I don't know if they're going to Banff or not. Where are they saying? Lake Louise, maybe. Um, all these beautiful spots. Then going through Idaho, ending and maybe spending m- most of the time on the coast of Washington near Olympic Washington, not Olympia, Washington. Okay. This big, I believe, Olympic State Park, which is right along the Pacific Ocean. Oh my gosh. And then they're just gonna kick around. And if they have a if if but you for some of these you can't find if there are camping spaces available until four days prior to your arrival. Wow. So you have to kind of keep checking and then you have to pivot to another campground if your ideal one is not open they can always hotel it if they need to of course okay and they'll do a few hotels but they're just embarking on this journey of and so they've been watching youtube videos for a long time of different people who have gone on these long camping excursions cool where they're getting food how they're doing it all blah 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 so they're going to be out of their house and then they're on the way back they're going to stay for a week and a half or so with us on the flip side so they're going to be you know away from their home for the better part of, you know, two they're months. just zigzagging, right? Because listen, I don't claim to be a, a great person at geography or a geographist, <laughs> <laughs> but if they're going from here, mm-hmm. South Dakota, North, Mon- uh, North, oh, Dakota. North Dakota, oh, North Dakota, then Montana. Yeah. Then now, now you're making me look at a map. Then they're going up to Washington. They'll go They're Minnesota, North way- Dakota, Montana. Those all touch Minnesota, North Dakota, Montana, down to Idaho, back up to Washington. And then all the way back down. Oh, no, no, across east to Minnesota. Got it. Yeah. Got it. I was thinking I'm living in New Jersey. We live in Minnesota <laughs> now. That's right. Wow. Well, you've only been here for 30 years. You're not expected <laughs> to know that just yet. You're still acclimating to the atmosphere here. I was just thinking, where are we starting here? Okay, but got anyway, it. anyway, good luck to, to them. It should be a fun adventure. And, you know, they like when they drive, they like to find little podunk restaurants sure. and little shops and stuff like that. And so it's that's great. That's a fun way to, when you don't have anything on the agenda yeah. for a month or so. Gotta love retirement. Hit the open road. Cool. When are we going to get you, my lady, retired? <laughs> Just sort of asking. You, listen. For I, a friend. Yeah. Listen, I can't retire yet. Come on. Why? As Steve is saying this, he's twisting the ends of his mustache, <laughs> his new mustache. This is how I think now. Amy came in to talk to me, and three times she was like, stop doing that to your mustache. This he, is how, he, if you have a... A twirly mustache, an old-timey, think Great Gatsby, Gangs of New York, old-timey circus weightlifters. If you have that mustache, you can't help but twirl. You must. I, hmm. Lemony Snicket? Does he have a mustache? I'm thinking of all these characters who have twisty mustaches. I don't know. All right. Did you get fitted for your Civil War reenactment? Donna. What? (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. I mean, what are we well, doing? Here's what we're we're, we're going to do. We're going to figure out. We we might come up a, a way for me to lose this mustache. It's not settled just yet, but there might be a fun way that we could get rid of the mustache. Maybe tomorrow. Okay. Maybe Wednesday. I would like to we'll participate if possible. There might be a way. Okay. Um, so we have to figure out. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. I might have something on video that I need to do tomorrow afternoon separate from sure. this. And so maybe I'll just come in um, tomorrow and, and maybe we'll have a little fun with it. I don't know. Just give me a second. All right. I want to know what the soup is. <laughs> oh, I forgot we do that. Dude, wait till you see Steve. Wait, you don't even know the. It's better uh, if you just don't know anything. Is don't, the beard gone? Don't the go beard on. is well. gone. Did he leave something? He sure did. <laughs> oh no! It's a gift to all of us. <laughs> oh no! It's the worst, isn't it? It sure is. Have you ever seen Daniel Day Lewis in Gangs of New York? Yeah, a hundred percent. And I—that's already what I pictured in my head yeah. before you even said it. I yep. knew. Is it curl too? Uh, y- yes, yes, it does. Oh, In fact, no. he's. Uh, I gotta go home. He's <laughs> he is actively uh, curling it on the ends as we. It's speak. how I think. Yeah, so it's it's a little bit greasy too now. Yeah, uh, waxing it. it. Yeah, it's got. He's got the wax in it. You know, he there, looks like Mr. Potato Head. You know, you could grab the mustache, put it on, and oops, that's oops, what it looks oops, like. Still here. Oh, still hey, still Steve. When did you get here? Been here on the call oh, this whole all right. whole oh. time. Um, hey, boy. What's your soup of the day, sir? <laughs> I got a bacon tomato bisque. Did you say chicken tomato bisque? Bacon. Oh. Bacon. oh. All right, oh, fine. The good. grilled cheeses are flying out of here like crazy. Oh, oh I yeah. bet. I bet. All right. All right. I'll come down. All right. Bye. 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 I'm going to go hide. Donna, you're going to the cafeteria with me. I can't. I Donna, have no, an appointment. Donna, no, that's nonsense. This I, fake busy life that you're living, no one's buying it. When two until ten is filled with jack squat, we're just not buying it. Sorry, that was the mustache. You don't know me. Hey, it's Rocco for MNFatLoss.com, the weight loss plan where I lost about uh, 25, 30 pounds in just about two months. I'm keeping it off, too. I just weighed in uh, at about 171. Uh, When I first started MNFatLoss.com back in March, I was at about 197. So we're talking, uh, I'm down 26 pounds and I'm keeping it off. I mean, this, I started this in March. It is August and I'm still down those 26 pounds. You can do it too. You could lose up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary, but I did it uh, in a way that I loved. I didn't exercise. I didn't count calories. I didn't eat prepackaged meals. There wasn't hypnosis. There wasn't calorie count points counting surgery I ate foods I liked and you could do it too the doctor and his team at mnfatloss.com will teach you the secret of losing up to a pound of fat a day like I did what you're gonna want to do is go to mnfatloss.com